Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 322. Look at Acts chapter 27, verses 21 through 26. Let's read our passage. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul then stood up among them and said, You men should have followed my advice not to sail from Crete and sustain this damage and loss. Now I urge you to take courage, because there will be no loss of any of your lives, but only of the ship. For last night an angel of the God I belong to and serve stood by me, and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. It is necessary for you to appear before Caesar. And indeed, God has graciously given you all those who are sailing with you. So take courage, men, because I believe, God, that it will be just the way it was told to me. But... We have to run aground on some island. Paul is traveling to Rome as part of his appeal for the charges that were brought against him by the Jewish leaders. He didn't uh, like the process that was being taken by the Roman governor, so he appealed to Caesar. Even though the governor Festus and King Agrippa had agreed that he had done nothing worthy of imprisonment or death, but because of the appeal, they had to send him to Rome. So he's en route to Rome under the guard of a Roman centurion and a band of soldiers. There are other prisoners along with them and other passengers. We know that there's a couple of Christians along with Paul, Luke and Aristarchus. And then there's, we don't know how many other people and then sailors. And they've encountered a bad storm. They had uh, run into trouble, got slowed down, sailing along the south side of Crete, had put in at Fairhaven, and then thought they could make it the 40 more miles over to a port they thought they could winter in called Phoenix. But just as they had started out, gone maybe five miles, a ferocious wind blew them away from the island and had been blowing them to the southeast. They have... uh, well, they've been in bad trouble. It's been a terrible bad storm. And they've gone days without seeing the sun or the stars. They have no idea what direction they're going. They have no idea, no idea where they are at. They've put out the sea anchor and try and slow them from their southward movement so they don't run aground off, off the coast of Africa. But they're really not too sure what direction they're even heading now. So we pick it up here in verse 21 remember verse 20 finally all hope was fading that we would be saved things were getting pretty dismal losing hope verse 21 since they had been without food for a long time paul then stood up among them and said you men should have followed my advice not to sail from crete and sustain this damage and loss it says they've been without food a long time Now, the word that gets translated without food uh, has the implication of because they didn't want to eat food. That is, they had no appetite. If you've ever been seasick, the last thing you want to do is eat. Sometimes it helps to maybe munch on a cracker to try and settle your stomach. But uh, these guys, I mean, even though they're sailors, probably every one of them are seasick because uh, they're being tossed to and fro on the ocean. And sometimes when you're on the deck of a a pitching boat, it helps to look at the horizon to get a bit of stability. But there is no horizon. They can't see anything. They're just being 
Uh, it's like going for a ride in a washing machine, and it is, uh, they are miserable, and they are sick, and they've gone without eating for a long time. Then Paul stands up and says, You should have followed my advice. It sounds an awful like, I told you so. Well, he did tell them so. But, yeah, that's where I, I can't fault the centurion or the everyone else on the ship. The centurion seems to be the one in charge that made the decision to go on. He's got to go with the professionals, the, the captain of the ship. They're, they're the ones that drive ships. They know what they're doing, you hope. But Paul has to get this little dig in here. You should have followed my advice not to sail from Crete. Because look where you are now, sustaining this damage and loss. Now, remember Paul's advice back when they were contemplating leaving Fair Havens and moving to Phoenix. Paul said, I don't think you should go because you're going to lose the ship, the cargo, and the lives of the people on the ship. So then we said, is that a divine revelation or is that just Paul's opinion? And my position is it was Paul's opinion that Paul, as a traveler, he says in 2 Corinthians, that he's been on three shipwrecks, and I probably misstated it before, but 2 Corinthians was written prior to this. So he's been on three shipwrecks prior to the current shipwreck he's about to be on. He says, verse 22, now I urge you to take courage. Now they're, they're at the, pretty much the lowest point here. Uh, we, we ended last time with all, all hope was fading that we would be saved. So they're, they're rock bottom as far as the hope category goes here. He says, now I urge you to take courage because there will be no loss of any of your lives, but only of the ship. So this is different than what he had said back at Fair Havens, because there he said there would be a loss of the ship, loss of the cargo, and loss of life. But now he says they will lose the ship, but there will be no loss of life. And the question is, is this a divine revelation or is this opinion? Well, he answers it in verse 23. For last night an angel of the God I belong to and serve stood by me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. It's necessary for you to appear before Caesar. So this is a divine revelation. Paul had an angel appear to him and tell him, Paul, you've got to go to Rome, so you're going to get through this. And so there's two parts of this promise that the angel gives him. First, that Paul will go to Rome to appear before Caesar. Secondly, the angel says, and indeed God has graciously given you all those who are sailing with you. So the second promise is that all who are sailing with him will be saved. Notice the angel says, graciously given you. So this is like he's doing this for Paul, that uh, he's going to deliver everyone on the ship. And the words Luke, Luke uses here, graciously given. This is uh, the word carizo, which means grace. So it's uh, God has graced you with this. And so before he talked about being saved, the lost hope they'd be saved. Now it's uh, God's grace is at work here. We do see this is God at work. And, and Paul in his testimony has always said, God has got me through all these things. So verse 25. So take courage, men, because I believe God that it will be just the way it was told to me. But we have to run aground on some island. 
Paul says, I believe God. And that's been Paul's testimony, is that in all these difficulties he's endured, opportunities that have come his way, he's seen the hand of God at work in all of these things. And he's continuing to see the hand of God at work here. And the angel appeared to him, just as the angel appeared to him when he was in jail in Jerusalem and said, don't worry, God's going to get you through this. And now, well, they're at the depths of despair in this terrible storm. Don't be afraid, Paul. God is going to get you through this. Now, everyone is sick, seasick, and without hope. They're, they don't know how fast they're even going, let alone where they're going, what direction they're going, how far they've gone. They don't know where they're at. And here Paul says, take courage, God has appeared to me. However, this is a matter of hope. And we're at the lowest point of morale here in the story. So this is the turning point now of maybe there is some hope. But we have to run aground on some island. Now nobody asks which island because I'm sure everybody would be happy to run on ground on any island. And we know it will be Malta. We'll find that out in a little bit. But uh, they will run aground. But there will be no loss of life. That's a promise from an angel of the Lord. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.